Hey guys, welcome to another episode. And this is going to be a special one because it is something that I have never done to this point on the podcast. What I'm going to do for today's podcast is actually give you a live look inside the ropes of our Rehab Cairo Mastermind program. So many people have asked about what happens, what do we do, what do we learn, Um, and up to this point, I haven't really released any of the recordings with it. So today's podcast is what I call my weekly learnings portion of our two-hour mastermind call, which is among one of the many calls and learnings that we have each week in our mastermind. But in this weekly learning section, what we talk about is procrastination and self-confidence. And as you'll hear, I think this is very relevant to each and every one of us on two different levels. The first level is for ourselves. If you think about the best rehab chiros, the best business owners that we know, it's not oftentimes that they're smarter. It's that they just get more out of themselves, meaning they don't procrastinate. They, ha- they show more value in the time that we have. We all have the same amount of time. So if you stop and think, why do some people become more productive than others? Um, one of the reasons is the ability to stop procrastination from happening. And so as you'll hear, we go kind of deep into it to get people to understand really where it comes from. And just a little hint, it's not because you're lazy. So if any of you suffer from procrastination, which we all do on some level, so um, we all should pay attention to this, but we mostly just think it's because we're lazy. And it's simply not true. So I've done some research on this. And as you'll hear, it's, um, you know, there's a lot more to it than just, oh, I'm lazy. Oh, I procrastinate. So we dive deep into it. The second reason why I think this is so important is for our patients. As you'll hear, there's a very distinct reason as to why some people don't take care of themselves. And I talk about it here. I think one of the best things we can do as doctors, um, as salespeople, is have empathy is have empathy for the people sitting in front of us. And it's not often that they're cheap or that they want to use their insurance. It's that there's something else going on. And if we can understand that, I think we have a shot to help them. Um, Again, this is a live look, an exclusive look into our Rehab Cairo Mastermind program. So many people have asked questions about it. This is our highest level program. It's for practicing docs that are uh, in practice, we have business ranging from zero that have just started all the way to seven figures, and we run the gamut in this program. So if you're a rehab chiropractor out there, you want to treat people really well, have a world-class business, and have a world-class clinical practice, uh, this is the group for you. This is, uh, as I always tell people when I get on calls with them, I promise you, if you are a rehab chiropractor and like what I'm talking about in the podcast, if you've seen my content, you are going to get on a screen on a Zoom call on a live event with 50 other people and look everyone in the eye and see, these are my people. And that's always been the point of the Rehab Cairo Mastermind program. So I hope you enjoy this exclusive look inside. It's not something I'm always going to do. Obviously, you know, out of respect for our paying members and clients, I can't release everything. That wouldn't be fair to them. Now, before I go, just to look into 2023. Some people have asked potentially how to get involved in our program. And obviously, if you're interested and you really like it, just shoot me an email, uh, coaching at strivetomove.com. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. We can set up a call and go through if you qualify and if you're the right fit for our program. But if you want to start with something live and you're a guy that or girl that wants to get in person, 
We are having our second live mastermind event. This time we're going to get out of New Jersey and we're going to be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on January 22nd and 23rd. It's going to be a live event. Obviously, most of the people there are are people already in our mastermind program. However, for every live event, what I do is I open up a few guest spots. I open up a few guest spots so that you can come see the group, see if it's a fit for you. Um, And if you like it, then you can ask to become a member of our mastermind program. So I will be releasing significantly more information going forward. However, if this strikes your fancy and you want to be in Florida or in Fort Lauderdale or want to take a trip down in the winter and get out of the snow, January 22nd, that's a Sunday and a Monday in Fort Lauderdale, we will be there for a two-day live mastermind event where you can get in front uh, with all of our group. And we're going to spend it a ton on patient communication, sales, um, making sure that we can get people across the line. And if you're doing rehab and spending time with people, teach you how to charge the appropriate price and get paid for it. So it's going to be an amazing weekend. I already know it to be true. Um, Our last one, if it's anything like that, if it's half as good, it's going to be well worth your time, effort, and energy. If you're interested in that, coaching at strivetomove.com or shoot me a DM on Instagram that you're interested and we can talk more. Hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. So for me, the number one sign of self-confidence is, at, is answering the question, do I keep promises to myself? Do I keep promises to myself? And so people that promise themselves are going to work out three times a week and they do it, that's someone who believes in themselves and has confidence. People that say they're going to open up a business and actually do it and keep that promise, that's someone with self-confidence. If you keep promises to yourself of doing the, just doing the things that you said you were going to do, that's the number one sign, in my opinion, of having self-confidence. And so if we think about building up ourselves or building up the people around us or building up our families and all of that, I always say in our practice, all I ask you to do is do what you said you were going to do. That's it. If you can't do it, fine, tell me. But if you say you're going to do something, do it. Because I know that if we're not going to even keep promises to ourselves and do what we said we were going to do, it's over. And so how does that carry forward? Everyone here always starts here with tactics. What do I say? Where do I go? What what should I do? What's the plan? The plan is irrelevant if you're not going to carry it through. And so that starts with having the confidence in yourself to actually set the plan and then follow it. To say you're going to do something and then do it. And so self-confidence. Do I keep promises to myself? Next thing. How many of you guys procrastinate? Raise your hand. Procrastination. Procrastination. We all do it in some capacity. All of us procrastinate. And if you think about now we're getting into this business ownership game and what we're doing here, like I said, it's about treatment. It's about all these things. But at the end of the day, why do some people become massively successful? It's because they just use their time better. They don't get in their own way nearly as much. And so if you look at procrastination, most people think procrastination is being lazy, and that's not true. Procrastination is not being lazy. 
Usually, procrastination is simply a byproduct of one's inability to repair and regulate their emotions. Procrastination is a byproduct of one's inability to repair and regulate their emotions. And so if you see people that are often in a bad mood, they suffer from depression, anxiety, oftentimes that carries itself out in procrastination. Going back, tying it all together, people that lack self-confidence don't keep promises to themselves, which means they usually procrastinate on things they were supposed to do in the first place. So people that procrastinate, it isn't lazy, right? If you just think, oh, I don't do this because I'm lazy, probably not. That's probably not the reason. Something else, I'm going to say this, and I want you to type in the chat why this is relevant to your clinical practice. This is where the shit matters. People that are procrastinators are less likely to seek preventative health. People that are procrastinators are less likely to seek preventative health. In your clinical practice, why is that piece of information relevant? Type it into the chat. Type it into the chat. Why does that piece of information relevant for you in your practice? Type it into the chat. That procrastinators are less likely to seek preventative health. We need to praise people when they start to take some preventative measures, value for unique solution or outcome-based care. What else? What else? Have to make it known of what they can do and be the solution. Our job is to tell them you need to figure ways to remove barriers. It's why someone would say no. They think the issue will just get better on its own. So Pat, Patrick, I think, I think your answer is the closest one that I, that, that I love. It's why someone would say no. How many times have people not want to do care because it's too expensive? We don't take their insurance. Like they have other things. I got to talk to my spouse. Like whatever, 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 whatever. All these excuses. But if we believe that some people that are just potentially have either that are procrastinators or that have mental health, depression, anxiety, that don't have confidence in themselves, that don't have self-belief, we know that these people are not going to be proactive about taking care of themselves. Why? Because a lot of times they don't think they're worth it. And so if we understand that about someone and think that's the case, we can go through all of our checkboxes. We can do everything we need. We can understand. We can give them a discount. It doesn't matter. If we don't realize that this could be a factor and we don't mitigate that by understanding that's the reason they're saying no, because they just don't believe in themselves. They don't like themselves enough to take care of themselves. We're never going to get them to, to become patients. And so, yes, we might have to build them up. Yes, we might have to give them some confidence, which is why we said last time when people have tried other things to congratulate them on the fact that they have tried something. Because at that point, they're going to lose confidence that I made the wrong decision. I've been let down before. I've tried these other things and it hasn't worked. So maybe it's not them, it's me. Maybe they just need confidence. They have a certainty issue now. One time in our practice, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that Ashton won't either. It was actually my high school friend's brother-in-law came in and he literally said to us at the end, he's like, I like what you guys do. I like you guys, but honestly, I don't think I'm worth investing that money in. I'm not worth it. By the way, when I do this for other people and get on sales calls, there's a lot of times where that's the reason why they don't book. Not because I'm expensive, not because the program, it's because they don't think they're worth it. And so there's a piece of, you, of, of all of you guys that are here that intellectually don't actually understand that. Why? Because every single one of you, there's enough of you that believes you actually are worth it to invest in yourself to be here. 
having empathy for your patients to understand that they don't think like you do. If you can understand that about people, that it isn't, again, just about the money, isn't about the cost, isn't about this, that some people just don't believe they're worth investing in themselves, there's a chance that we can now become their advocate to let them know that actually it is okay to invest in yourself. This is the right thing for you. You are worth it. You are worth it. So to go more into procrastination, there's a cycle that happens in procrastination. Here's how it goes. The first thing is we have a task and we're worried about our our ability to do the task. And because we're worried about our ability to do the task, we procrastinate. And because we procrastinate, we generally we do it right at the end of it. We do it an hour before we're not ready and we do poorly on that task. And then because we did poorly on the task, our results are poor. So we worry about the next time we have to do the same task because we just did poorly on it the first time. And then because we did poorly, we're likely to procrastinate to have to do it again because we're afraid that it's going to happen again. And that thing just cycles and cycles and cycles and cycles and cycles. And so that's the cycle of why that happens and how procrastination happens. So for you guys as business owners, I think this next section is super valuable because I think Ben alluded to it before, right? Setting up a schedule, putting yourself in a position so you're not running around like a crazy person, so you're not overwhelmed because as you'll learn here, there's legitimate reasons why in your business you are going to not, you're not going to get accomplished what you need to. Right. And so one of the types of procrastination they call it, there's a name for it, it's called emotional procrastination. It's kind of like what we said before emotional procrastination is that you think you're going to do bad so that you do bad, which then increases your fear that you're going to do it bad. And then that increases the likelihood that you're going to procrastinate on it again. So you think you're going to do bad, so you do bad, and you increase the fear of doing bad which increases the likelihood that that happens again. In this case, this person postpones doing the task, which then causes them shame and guilt because they just postponed the task, which then causes them to procrastinate again, and then they feel bad about themselves, so it just perpetuates. And this is the shit that just hope happens over and over and over again. Next term, write this down. This is a good one. I like this. It's called inaction inertia. Inaction inertia. Some of the stuff that we've kind of talked about here, I've like heard it, I've used it, and it's gone well. And then, like on the back end, I actually understand why it works. And this was one. So, inaction inertia. What do we always say when you don't know what to do? Just go, just start. Why? We want to outwork our uncertainty. Why? Because inaction inertia. When you skip the first action, that's going to lead you to skipping multiple actions down the line. Inaction inertia. Next thing, next type of, of procrastination, exhaustion procrastination. So I'll tell you a story about exhaustion procrastination someone that I'm going to allow, I can tell the story on because they fixed it and they talked about it today. I've told the story before. Gucci Fucci, 
the first call I had with him. All he talked about was for a month, I've been deciding which EHR I'm going to use. I don't know what to use. I'm going to use this EHR. I'm, I'm like, and you could see he was exhausted thinking about this EHR. And I was like, dude, like it's irrelevant. You need to figure out how to get customers and keep customers. But because he was so tired of doing that thing, he was that task exhausted him. He would procrastinate on doing the other tasks, the ones that were actually going to help build his business. Exhaustion inertia. So as small business owners, especially when we're solo, the first point that this happens to all of us is we start to build the business and get busy. And exhaustion inertia happens mostly because of admin tasks, right? Everyone, the first, the first hire we make is typically the admin because we're exhausted having to do all the return of emails, the text, the reminders that put them in the schedule and it exhausts us. And then what happens? We stop doing the things that built our business in the first place, the getting customers, keeping customers. And so that's, you, that's always why that's our first hire. Because we have experienced exhaustion inertia, we're exhausted doing the tasks, and we can't do the things that built the business in the first place. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.